the Driven Women's Guide to Love, Life, and Business. Hosted by the boss ladies Alex and Gabby. Combined, their network gathers an array of women from various industries who exemplify strength and tenacity. Their fun and positive approach to life will awaken the boss in you. You're listening to Girls Gone Boss. At GGB, we love a good female empowerment story. We have partnered up with I Am Woman Movie to give you, our listeners, a free digital copy giveaway of the newly released movie. I Am Woman is the inspiring true story of music legend and feminist icon Helen Reddy, whose voice inspired a generation of fearless women. Reddy wrote and sang the song I Am Woman that became the anthem for the women's movement in the 1970s. The film is a story of fearless ambition and passion of a woman who smashed through the patriarchal norms of her time to become an international superstar. I Am Woman will be available to stream on Redbox On Demand this Friday, September 11th. Head on over to our Instagram at Girls Gone Boss latest post on how to enter the giveaway. I Am Woman, hear me roar. And we are here again. We meet again on a Saturday. It's it's very much a gloomy Saturday in my side of town. How are you doing? It's so sunny. It's a perfect boating day today, honestly. I, I'm kind of jealous. I wish I was outside in the boat, not around people I saw you on a boat the other day and Riley yeah it was her first boat ride so we have a boat it's very old it's nothing nothing fancy it's a very old boat um and we haven't taken it out in probably I want to say like a year and a half or maybe maybe even longer since I I haven't been on the boat since before I was pregnant but we took Riley out because I mean she's been cooped up you know for the past eight months of her life in the house, we only go to the, the park. All of her life. Yeah, her entire life, exactly. <laughs> You're like, the last eight months of her life. Uh, that is her whole life. Yeah, so we felt she needed, like, some type of scenery. Fresh air. Yeah, I mean, I take her to the park every night when I get home from work. Well, I don't go to work, but I go to my parents' house while they watch her. Um, so it's like I'm going to work. Um, but I take her to the park when I get home to kind of like walk her around the park that's in my neighborhood, but we, she needed something else. And she loved the boat. She loved looking at the water. It was just like a different world for her. Cause she's been stuck at home with the, so looking at the same four faces, you know, like for the past eight months, pobrecita. So it, it was nice. It was really nice. It looked very fun. And she looked like she was having a blast. Yeah. She's but yeah no i mean it's not a beautiful day here so there's no boat activity at least not for me we're cooped up um but we're recording and i feel like it's it's a good day to record we did a couple of great episodes that are coming soon so you guys are gonna be excited to the one in particular um are we airing this one before okay um one in particular about if you want to sell product on amazon.com and how to make money that way which i didn't know there was like such a big business i mean the person that we were talking to kirsty she makes a lot of money just off that she was talking about from ranges from like 10 to twenty thousand a month just off she's actually inspired me i think i want to try it I'm I'm yes. that serious. I think it's something that that everyone should look into. It's an extra source of income, and if you are looking to starting something on the side just just for that extra income, or if you are stuck where you are and you want to like do a change of jobs, but you're too scared with the economy and the layoffs and things like that, I think that this is a great route. It's low investment, um, and and low it's overhead. yeah, very low overhead, and it's something you can do from home. 
literally she was talking about she, speaking of boats she was working from her boat the other day um just seeing her sales go up and i mean obviously there is a strategy it is a business you have to invest a, you know not a high investment that it'll, it's not going to break your bank but the good thing is that she also owns a company that can coach you if you're interested in having more guidance so watch out for that episode because it's coming soon um we literally just wrapped it and it was so amazing yeah um i i loved her she was great yeah in terms of corona i feel like we do have to think about the the advantages of having multiple streams of income because Look at all these people that just had one job and lost it, you know? Yeah, that's very true. But we have to start anticipating for pandemic, <laughs> pandemics, you know? Right. Uh, crazy. Our new, our new way of life. Our new way of life. Yeah. But I'm painting my nails. I'm sorry. Because, I, you know, now that I'm a mom, like I'm literally doing my nails as we're doing recording the podcast. Being a mom, I have very limited time to do anything. So it's like, okay, I have to How multitask. Do you balance your me time? Do you ever like just... Yeah, I'm going to walk, Ryan, take care of the baby. No, that doesn't happen when you're a mom because the baby is like attached to your hip. Like the second I put her down, she starts to scream. So when we record podcasts, I have the luxury of having my mother-in-law that watches Riley while we record. But I don't want to take advantage of that. So I'm not Mm -hmm. doing other. I only, you know, have her do that for me when we're recording. Otherwise, you know, I get things done either in the middle of the night, really early, or right now, multitasking, doing my nails. So before we started recording this episode, we took a one hour break from our other episodes just to kind of like, like um, re recharge ourselves, right? But during that time, I was like, damn, that's a whole hour. I I can do so many things. So I I scrubbed the toilets. I did the mirrors in the bathroom. I <laughs> I mopped the floor in the in my room in the bathroom. And now I'm doing my nails. And I'm like, okay, I have to multitask because if not, nothing's getting done today. You are taking advantage of every bit of have time. Yeah. Every second. Yeah, it does. I have to admit that in my hour break, I just lay down in my bed. <laughs> I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Take advantage while you can, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, you know, I have long weeks, guys. I do work hard. But, yeah. you know, that's the advantage of not having a husband or a child yet. Right, right, right. But, yeah, so we wanted to kind of do something fun for this episode and kind of run down memory lane. So I know you guys already know the story of how we met and how Alex and I got together. But there's some, like, awesome stories that we were thinking. Like, man, do you remember? It takes us back to high school where we met. First of all, how did you get to to Killian? Okay, so because you don't even look like a Killian girl. Oh, I don't even know what that means. What did you say? Like you just don't give me Killian vibe. Okay, I, well, yeah. So originally, I went to magnet school for broadcasting. See, you definitely give me magnet school. Okay. Girl vibe. Oh yeah, for sure. You're right. You're right. Intelligent smart woman so i i went to my parents put me in in broadcasting school magnet school south miami middle school um and then i was supposed to go to south miami high school for the broadcasting program as well and in that which i have a really weird story about that and i have to tell you guys and if someone can figure this out for me and 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 dm me please tell me but hold on let me finish my thought and then i'll go back to that story so i was going to go to the high school for the broadcasting program but in order to 
be accepted into that program, you had to do the summer school. So from eighth grade to ninth grade, I went to it. I hated it. I hated it. They said, you can't be in front of the camera. You can't touch equipment until like your senior year. And I was like, this is not for me because I had already learned all that from broadcasting from the middle school. So I was like, I'm not going to waste four years going to the school when I'm not going to get what I need. So I knew that Killian had a really good broadcasting program at that time. Um, and that's why I ended up going to Killian. And that, that was my, my home school, you know, like my, the school. Right. And, yeah. To go to because of your address. Right. Uh-huh. So that's how I ended up there. So, but anyway, I want to tell you this story because this is weird. So I'm almost 99.9% sure that in that summer school class that I had at South Miami High School, I was in the same class as Oscar Isaac, the, the actor, the Os- Oscar winning actor. I believe he already won an Oscar. So do you know who he is? No. Girl, Google him really quick, please. Because okay, you, you need to, because if not, it's not going to make any sense. So uh, we had to Oscar Isaac, which Ooh. that's not his like actual like legal name. But um, I'm pretty sure that it was him, guys. And Cuban descent. Yes. And, and he's been on like every major movie. Like he, yeah, he, um, he's huge now. Golden Globe Award nomination. What what movie was he on that was pretty big? Uh, everything. Oh, I mean, everything. Star Wars. Yeah. Okay, X Men. No, everything, guys. He's been in uh, movies with Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, oh, so uh, the listeners know who exactly who he is. Anyway, so so him and I got partnered up in I think it's him <laughs> partnered up for that summer school class to be my partner and we would film movies together and I know that those VHSs are somewhere in my parents house and they're in the process of selling their home so when they start cleaning out their attic and stuff I I want to get the, my hands on those tapes again so if anybody can confirm that this guy went to South Miami High School for that summer only please hit me up and let me know because I've had it in the back of my mind for like over a decade and I'm almost certain that it's him that's it. That's my story. Can you remember his name? His name was at least. No, the name is right, but that's the Oscar Isaac is his like stage name. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So please, if anybody that's can confirm so or deny, because I can't Google it, it's not Googleable. I just know that he grew up somewhere in Miami, and that's all that there is out there. That's so insane that you're doing movies with him, and now he's like on the big screen. Allegedly, if it's really him. Allegedly. <laughs> Yeah, important. How did you end up at Killian? Do you think that he would remember you if you kind of hit him up? I hope so. So one of the movies that we made together, I don't remember the name of the movie, but I remember my character name, which he gave me. And I think it was Nala. I'm pretty sure. So I think that if if I bring it up or if I show him that movie. I'd be like, oh, Nala! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So please someone tell me if this is true or not. And maybe he'll want to take, you know, he'll want to have that footage too maybe he doesn't have that footage and it's valuable to him maybe hey so, you never know you never know so how how did you end up in broadcasting actually oh well i always liked all of this um even from elementary school i was part of like the morning news it was so cute because we would have little like morning news on tv in the school and uh, you would rotate roles. You would be the anchor or you'd be the weather person or you'd be the one telling like what lunch you were going to get that day. And I just started doing that. And then from that point forward, I, I don't know. I was always into it. I always wanted to be 
in the entertainment side. Um, and then I got to Killian, obviously, and I pursued it a little bit more. And that's where I met you. And I remember also doing the morning news and in interviewing people. I remember interviewing one of my friends. His name's Fly Guy, who's a DJ. He's a very popular DJ here in Miami. Shout out to Rasan. And I also had the video, but I can't find it. But I remember, like, I was the reporter and he was like the student I was interviewing. And it was all about, we finally were getting student IDs and we had to wear them all the time on campus. And that was the big breaking news. Really? I don't remember that. <laughs> and I had to sit there and, and interview him about it. I was like, what do you think about these new IDs? And, and it was so funny. And it's crazy how just destiny brings you into like, I'm in still doing this. Right. He's still he was like an aspiring rapper at that point and he still is rapping he's a, a very well-known dj here in miami so it was cool to it's just cool to see like how everyone has evolved right yes the girl there must have been something in that water in that killian water then right <laughs> for right? all of us to still be doing the same thing but i do remember broadcasting class with mr margolis hate that guy which I hate that guy. I hate guys. I hate this guy. I've never hated somebody so much in my life. And I don't care. I'll say it on the podcast. Why do you hate him so much? Um, I can't legally say why, because I will probably get sued. But this man hates me as much as I hate him. Like, I can't even get into the story. But um, okay. Yeah. But it was bad. And he's not a good person. He's going to come and sue me for... <laughs> talking shit about him but i hate that guy anyway let's move on but i don't I like didn't, him. i didn't hate him but i i was we were very he was like not in control of that class we would all like be talking doing whatever we wanted but i mean we still i still remember going out and reporting and doing like little projects and stuff but he everybody would like go wild on him because he was just Kind of a pushover a little bit. Not just, but it's not just a pushover, Gabby. He didn't have good principles, I don't think. I really don't think so. He's a little creepy. That's all I'll say. But yeah. Okay. He's well, no longer a teacher. That's all I am going to tell you. Okay. Well, yeah. maybe we should Google him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that's how me and you met. And I don't know. And then after that, I don't think we had a class together, did we? I don't think so. I don't remember. I don't know. And do you remember your perception of me back then? I don't remember what I thought about you. I don't no. think we like, it was just like, oh, okay. I'm it's like, just another classmate, right? We just didn't yeah. run in the same circles. That's it. But we were in class yeah. together. We respected each other, but we just didn't have the same circle of friends. Right. Yeah. And then we moved into the whole MTV thing. Yeah, which we've told those tourist yeah, stories. <laughs> I huh? mean, imagine. You're there. How, how long were you there for? 12? 13? 14. 14. Damn. 14 11, years. 11 years. So yeah. we have a lot of things that I remember. First of all, we already talked about that part when I first saw you again. I was like, oh my God, we went to school together. And you're like, I don't remember you. And I was like, this bitch, she done. <laughs> you were so nice and welcoming, actually. You were so, so nice. I didn't have any friends. I was so intimidated going in there. Like, imagine, like, my dream was to work for MTV, and then I'm working for MTV at that point, right? So, like, I was so intimidated. I didn't really know the industry whatsoever. You had already been there. So, it was my way of protecting myself, which, retrospect, and now looking back, it was so childish and stupid. Um, yeah, 
feel that that's like a young person thing to do. Yeah, exactly. You know yourself at that point. You're not confident enough to like, you don't know what to do. You're like kind of stuck in the middle of like, damn, am I supposed to be nice? Am I going to, are they going to, am I going to be too nice that they're going to, I don't know. You just don't know what to do. No, but it's, it's, but you were so welcoming, so nice. You remember, like, um, you would always tell me to have lunch with you guys. It was like a group of people, and it was in the fifth floor, and it was the lounge room, and it had like a pool table and a huge couch. And like, oh, we um, would go and sleep in there. Sometimes. We would go take naps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. You know, honestly, MTV was on some of my best years. I've met some of my, the most amazing people, including you. Some of my mentors, like Mark Zeme, we've Love already him. talked. Yeah. All of them. Everybody else that and then you see like everyone kind of thriving and being amazing. It's another little like family. Yeah. And I remember when we got put together to do um the Somos thing. Yeah. That was another thing that we we worked on a lot of cool things. Yeah, so that's the Somos so, was um um Latinos, um like a Latino group for Viacom basically. And it was it was like an organization that employees at MTV would kind of generate programming for the employees so that we can celebrate like our culture and whatever. It was started from like New York. So obviously it was more about representing the culture. But in Miami, it was a little weird because we were all Latinos. (laughs) But in a way... They gave us a budget to do events. And we became we had this little committee which included Alex and I. We have some pictures together at events. Included BB. It did. Yeah, that's right. For a little bit. For a little bit. Yeah. And um, Allison, Allison. Yeah. Allison, yeah. And somebody else, but I can't remember. The one that spearheaded it. Oh, yeah. Featured. Yeah. Um, but we had to put events. And we did this big-ass event for Hispanic Heritage Month. That was really cool. I don't know. Do you remember? Yeah, it was around the world was the theme that we did. And we had our graphic designer, which who actually made our logo for Girls Gone Boss. He made the little airplane passports for everybody to stamp. And they went to every country and every country. We had like a station. Yeah, every table had a country. That was a lot of fun. And we had good sponsors. It was. We we definitely did some good parties there. Did we have a DJ? I don't remember. Uh, remember. Probably. We had music. We had drinks. We had food. And then, oh, okay, another cool event that we did was um, we did the book reading thing with Leila Cobo. Oh, from yeah, Bill- yeah. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, that was really good. And we had a bartender there, too. <laughs> we always found the way to have a bartender or drinks. Listen, honey, if you're going to give me a budget and you want us to celebrate being Latino, there has to be alcohol. There has to be. That's so true. We always had alcohol. But it was awesome because it was like a long time ago. And Leila Cobo is like the like editor in chief of one of the most important music publications, Billboard. And we had her in there. And, you know, it was to bring programming to like expand people's networks and and give people tools and resources to like kind of empower yourself and motivate yourself. So it was really cool to have her there. It's basically what we do now, but on a podcast. Yeah. I wish we had Somo's budget, though. Seriously, that would be great. It was a nice little... Yeah. And we bought, we bought like, everyone books that she signed. Mm-hmm. That's so right. So everyone with a book. I forgot the book name, but... Reaching Google for it. the Stars. Something with the Stars. I remember that. Right. And so she had a little... Who did the Q&A? It wasn't me. It must have been you. It definitely <laughs> wasn't me back then. 
Listen, we were already doing Girls Gone Boss shit before we right. knew. Right, we were ahead of our times. Do you remember the productions we used to do though? Remember when we had um, if you remember American Idol, David Archuleta? Oh my God, yes! And he's yeah we have a picture of you me jose dumar who actually was the producer back then and now he works for me at my new job which is really funny um he's great he's a genius um but david archuleta sang to us do you remember that we asked him and he was there with his dad definitely remember having him there because i because of the picture and i remember it was such a big deal to have him there because he was like general market he was general market and, and he had just come off american idol yeah, it was so fresh you know, blood. Like, oh God, like I, re- I, well, for those listening, I used to work in this artist relations um, side of department, and so it was like always such a great, um, I guess, feat to like get general market acts outside of of Latin acts because it was like at that time Latin wasn't that popping, or we as like Latin outlet wasn't that. People weren't running to us, like how now Latin music is so global and people are just so excited to be a part of it. So it was just so exciting to have someone from General Market that day. We were like, oh, my God, I'm actually searching him right now on Instagram because I'm just so curious what like what he's up to. David Archuleta, here we go. Three hundred and forty four thousand followers and he's still doing music. Good for him. (laughs) Wow. Good for him. And he's got the cutest dog. Do you guys want to have more? Like, we're always wondering if you guys would want us to have male guests, right? We're like, we're we only had one, which was Tony Gaskins, which we love, but we always put him on because you know he has like the girl perspective and he's much about like empowering and uplifting the woman. But we're now like maybe thinking of bringing some male perspective in here. I think it'd be interesting. I want to make sure. I want to make sure the listeners want that. You know, like if you guys yeah. say yes, we'll do it for sure. Cause yeah, we're here maybe for like you. A perspective of some sort, but oh no, yeah, for sure. Help us out if you DM us and send us messages, letting us know if that's something that maybe we should start doing. Let us know because I think we have been thinking about it, and we're kind of on the fence. Yeah. Do you remember um, the Juanes unplugged that we did, or Julieta yeah. Venegas? I mean, there's so Ricky many unplugged. Venegas, Ricky Martin, Juanes. Which one was uh, your favorite unplugged? Mine was Julieta Venegas. It was in Mexico. That was in my. Fa- that was, I think, the most phenomenal show. She's amazing. Yes, yeah. I. That one was really, really good. Were you at the one for um, Los Tigres del Norte? No. It was in. No. Mm-mm. No. I didn't okay. go. We sent then- um, Mariano Dabini to that one, so I didn't go. But um, I loved Juanes. That was that one we did in Miami. Juanes is very, very good. It was um, always fun to do local ones because then more people from the office got involved as to when we traveled. It was like you're not with like the, the day-to-day people that you usually work with. So I think that the yeah. the local ones were always a lot more fun. I also remember Studio Tres, which was kind of oh, similar. Yeah. I did forgot with, about that. With Ricky Martin? Yeah. Were you there? Yes, and I remember... <laughs> remember he was doing pickup lines and he, he, the channel was called mtv3 and he's like mtv tr3s and that's how he was saying the pickup line and we're like yeah no that's not that's not how you say it yeah that was so funny well, I was, for that i was in charge of casting the audience right i remember 
it was so weird because legit we had to we had sent out a blast of like hey if you want to come to the live studio um recording of you know a special guest mtv you know people are gonna run so all of a sudden we start getting like a full line of people but I, obviously, it's so sad. It has to be this way, but it is what it is, right? It's TV. And, you know, in TV, you want to put, like, the most appealing people on camera. And then maybe not the so much appealing ones in the back. I know it sounds horrible, but, guys, this is television. <laughs> and I had to go through the line actually looking for people. And you people bitch, around. I just realized something. You what? put me in charge of that for the Juanes and now I know why. <laughs> so that you yeah, didn't have to do it. Because you were Juanes in charge. We got so many people at the Juanes one. Yeah, the but line was wrapped the, around. Yeah, and it was at the um, art, what was that? What is that place called? No, it was the, 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 the where they do the symphony stuff in Miami Beach. Yeah. It's a very big venue. Yeah. We needed a lot of extras there. Yeah, but so, you were you were leading it as well. You were leading casting yeah. as well. And then you put me in charge of going through the line and giving out the wristbands to people. And I was like, <laughs> this job sucks. <laughs> people are like, can I have one? And I'm like, mm, sure. You get a green one. You get a blue one. Yeah, like literally separating families. <laughs> that's so mean but it, guys i'm sorry but it's part of it's part of the business it's how it is it's casting yeah yeah and you have to like put a variety of like girls and guys not too many girls together not too many guys like a co it's like a strategy also what they're wearing because of the contrasting colors on camera yeah. so you have to be careful with that if someone's too tall too short yeah, you stuff. don't need to put like people in suits like that look like record executives in on camera you know you want to look you want to put like fans and like people that are going to be engaging and dancing and and looking like they're having the best time of their lives and then obviously you know it, it's not the fun job but we got that shit done Dude, so, oh my so my parents went right and they didn't meet the criteria for <laughs> even getting they into the show huh they didn't let them in no 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 <laughs> but that they weren't that criteria because they're like i don't know 100 years old but you know at that time so they didn't want people 100. like that well you know what i mean they're like 20 to but 30s they, so they right. went and like but they were off camera is they, of course they were off camera to the side up top nosebleeds okay but <laughs> they're like but can I, we get one of those wristbands and i was like mm, no sorry so wasn't it the worst job ever i swear <sighs> to god it's the worst but then, but then I remember, like, at the postmortem meetings, because after you do, like, award shows or any shows, you always, like, meet up with the team afterwards and kind of go over things that were, things that didn't, how we can do better. I remember that for that particular show, they're like, oh, my God, the audience was amazing. We had, like, really great fans. Good job, Gabby. I was like, oh, my God, thank God. No, you, you did a great, you did a great, you led a great team. It was nerve-wracking because it was a big venue. You had to get over 300 to 400 people there. But you have to cast a thousand people there because pe half of those people will drop off. Mm -hmm. So like you don't know, like, damn, are these people going to show up? Who, what kind of fans? Are they real fans? Will they know the songs? Will they sing along? <sighs> Thank God I'm not there anymore. <laughs> it's a stressful That's job. That, you know? Yeah, but I mean, it did have its perks. You know, we got to go to a lot of like MTV award shows. Uh, we did a lot of fun parties. Um, Halloween parties were the best at Viacom. 
Viacom had the best Halloween parties. Like they went all out. This is like oh for employees. Can we tell them about our Lady Gaga, Chloe Kardashian? <laughs> you won. You <laughs> won that one. So yeah. Oh my God, guys, yeah. I have the funniest story. But go ahead. But Gabby didn't even put the costume together until like 9 p.m. the night before. before. Yeah. Yes, I truly did. So she stuck but a pillow in her butt and she won. <laughs> <laughs> it was more than that. I wore, at that time, Chloe Kardashian was married to Lamar. And he obviously played for the uh, Los Angeles Lakers. So I wore a La- LA Lakers shirt. I had a big ass diamond ring that I bought at the dollar store probably and found it under my pillow or something. And I put literally, um, I think it was like a colcha, like a. That's bigger than a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> like I folded a. Comforter? Like comforter, like a light, one of those light comforters. Yeah. That, and I stuck it in my butt and I had a big butt. And I had a long black wig and I put sunglasses on. We're going to share the picture, you guys. Oh, my on. God. Yeah. And I legit won. And then she and then Alex shows up as like Lady Gaga doing amazing with the cans in her in her hair. Yeah. She had just come out with that video with uh, Beyonce. And um, it was like that video where she's in jail with the Coke cans telephone. Yeah. With the Coke cans in her hair and uh, the cigarettes glasses right so I probably started like three four days before coming up with a costume idea and I went to go buy my first pack of cigarettes just for that and then I got an old pair of sunglasses and I like taped like I glued every cigarette to the sunglasses and I was rolled coke cans in my hair and I wore the same outfit like it was it was fun that was fun so then you are supposed to kind of like the way they do, they give out prizes for the costumes, and you're supposed to like kind of like parade through, like sashay through the crowd and show off your your costume. Yeah, guys, you know my favorite thing: attention. <laughs> <laughs> and seriously, they give you the mic and everything. And so I went up there and I, I acted like Khloe Kardashian. And guys, I won third prize. I didn't win first, but I won. It was like three winners, and I was third place. That's pretty and good. Like, I fucking try. I put it together at probably 11 p.m. the night before. Yeah. No, you did. I remember we were at work at like 10 o'clock at night and you went to Spencer's to go see if you can find a costume and you didn't. And then the next day you just show up being Khloe Kardashian. And I was like, damn, how did you do that so quick? <laughs> I borrowed my roommate's L.A. Lakers shirt because she was from L.A., thank God. Um, and I was living with her at that time in Brickle. Um, yep. That was um, That was fun. And you're such a Halloween person, too. You oh love it. Oh, my God. I love it. I go all out. This year's going to be a little bit different. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to do 12 days of Halloween for Riley. You know, I don't matter anymore. Now it's all about Riley. So I'm planning on posting a picture a day leading up to Halloween as a countdown. Let's see if I actually can manage in doing it somehow in my multitasking. But um, that's my goal. And I, I can't wait. I'm excited. And then I think that like the last thing, the last like really good memory from back then, and this changed once the industry started changing. It's not the same anymore, but we used to get a lot of free comp concert tickets, a lot. So you and I have been to a lot of concerts together and I don't even think we realized it. Like I reminded you of Kanye and Drake and things like that. Kanye, so I got sick. I got sick. It was October 3rd. I remember that. 
and I got sick that day and I was like, damn, I'm so sick. I can't even go. So you, I don't know who you took. You went with someone else. Do you remember what album that was for? No idea. No idea. It must have been like 2010, 2009. You have a good memory. I don't, maybe 2008. I remember the date because I don't know. I don't even know why I remember the date, but I remember the date. 2008, 2009? Probably, yeah. Eight or nine. Yeah, it must have been. That was. Well, I remember going to one concert for Kanye West. Um, in Vegas, but this was like 20... Maybe you didn't even go then. Maybe you just gave the tickets away. Then the reason Gabby and I, sorry, would get um, tickets together is because her boss, Mark Stimmett, at that time, who was my mentor and her mentor, I think that he could never choose who to give the tickets to, like give them to you or give them to me. So he's like, you guys figure it out. You're going together or something. So I think that's why he would give them to us like like that. that. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. good times. I wish that, you know, things like that were the concert life would be the same. But now with COVID, we don't even know if we're going to have live events anymore. Right. But to more memories, to more. Now our memories are going to be different. Yeah. um, But still very aligned to how we started in the past. So, yeah, it's funny, right? How it like just circles become circles. Like everything comes back. Mm hmm. We were already doing events together from a very long time. Um, so it's fun to go through memory lane because you really have a good memory, Alex. So Thanks. We need to do another episode where we think about it a little bit more because I can't remember a lot. Yeah, but it's always fun. <laughs> hopefully you guys laughed a little with our, some of our stories. Yeah. And make sure to, you know, follow us, subscribe. Please, please, please subscribe on I um, Apple Podcasts. You know, the more you subscribe, the more, you know, we get love there and um, the more listeners and the more people that get the message, the more people that are empowered and hear all of these wonderful women that we sit and talk to. So we really appreciate the love and um, hope you guys are well. See you then. See you next time. Till next time. Bye, guys. You're listening to Girls Gone Boss. Hosted by Alex and Gabby. I love you guys. Oh, yeah.